0: Welcome everyone for another episode of the weekly Intrepid Spirit Huddle. You know, we have a huge, amazing global community out there, and we are excited to do our part to keep people connected, make new connections, and provide a few minutes of uplift in your day. Programming note, huddles have earmuff moments, so be warned or excited. Now let's hop right into it with our hosts, Dill and Susan.
1: Welcome to the Intrepid Spirits Huddle um, weekly update and we're going to talk about the next chapter from Take Charge. It is your choice every single day and the chapter for this week is your personal profit and loss. I'm Susan Driscoll. I'm here with my wonderful partner Mark Deal Driscoll and Deal, why don't you kick us off with an um, interesting actually piece of scripture.
2: I think it's a great quote. It's for what Shall it profit a man if, she'll, if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? That's Mark uh, eight thirty six.
1: Yeah, no, it's pretty interesting. Of you know, a lot of people go for a profit, no matter what the cost is. But you have to question: is that what it's really worth? If you have to give up your soul, um you know, naturally, when people talk, especially in business, they talk about profit and loss they go straight to the financials of the business. How much money have you made? What's your revenues? What's your net revenues? What's your profit margin? All those great questions. But really what we'd like to encourage you is whether in your business or in your personal life, because you have a budget, or hopefully you do in your personal life, um, it's really more about your personal PL. and um, So Dil, what, what do we mean by that? And how do we use it when we had ignition?
2: Well, the, 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 there's the three P's. People, planet, profit.
1: Or prosperity, as people say now. Oh,
2: prosperity. Thank you very much. Okay. (laughs) Uh, But in the end of the day, people, you've got to take care of your people. Because without the people, I can't, we can. kind of hard if you don't have great people and take care of them. The next one is the planet. Well, you're you're going too
1: fast here. You're on Speedy McGreedy, McGraw, Speedy McGraw, whatever it is. I don't know the saying. But, you know, and people, you know, it's really about, um, you know, our our, uh, mission at Ignition and in our life is making a positive difference in people's lives. And so through business, we said that meant our employees, our vendors, our clients, um, the families of our employees. You know, it went beyond just the customer. Right. Absolutely. It was a very broad line if we wanted to make sure that we were adding value versus extracting value. Why don't you talk about a friend of ours um, from Chick-fil-A?
2: Well, David Salyers wrote a, a book um, and I'm drawing a blank right now, um, but it's all about um, adding value, right? Every single day in every interaction you have with people. And that could be customers, consumers, your clients, anybody. You run it on the street. It's like, how do you add value? And that's a question that we we tend to ask ourselves at the Driscoll household every day. You know, what are we doing to add value? What are we doing to make a positive difference in people's lives?
1: Great. Okay, so now people, let's go to the second P, planet.
2: Well, hey. If we don't take care of the planet, we're all gone, right? So, at the end of the day, I, I personally, my personal belief is, we must, must, must think about how do we make a positive difference in the planet every day.
1: Yeah, no, and even you know before, way before COVID, because we sold the company in two thousand twelve. Um, we really encouraged because you know our main office was in Atlanta and we all know the congestion of traffic in Atlanta so we would encourage our team to at least one day a week work from home um, and you know and as people start thinking today about the hybrid workplace of do they go back to the office do they work from home um, you know we were doing this over 10 15 years ago <laughs> um, and it worked really well quite frankly I mean people were able to choose you know the day of the week they needed to work from home they were productive they got their jobs done you know i think there was this old thing of you know you had to show face and act like you were busy to show your value and worth but you know it's really about are you getting the job done that we're paying you to do um and are you bringing that value so you know i think as we switch our mindsets um, to it's about here's you know you know you got to clearly define what you want your employees to do so they can be successful and what value that is to the company so you compensate them properly but if they can do that in five minutes or five hours or five days if you are properly just, compensating yeah. them for the value they're bringing to the company it shouldn't matter how long it takes
2: no, two two quick add-ons there uh, doug ivester um, i'll never forget it years and oh my gosh 25, 30 years ago, said to me one day, you know, where's your office? And he looked at me and said, uh, Dill, my office is where my laptop is. Because in the end of the day, you know, he's so god, he was so ahead of his time that way that you know was, back then we were all working all the You kind of didn't realize it, but you're working all the time. The other thing is as I traveled the world for McKenna Erickson back in the late eighties and, and mid to, to the mid nineties, um, I'd show up at these meetings that they'd send me to all over, literally all over the world. And um, I'll never forget once I was at a General Motors meeting in um, Frankfurt, Germany, and I walked in and they said, hey Dale, we need a new idea for Opal. And it was like, they thought it would pop out of my head like right then and there, right? And uh, you know, coming up with the ideas, sometimes it pops out of your head in, you know, five minutes. Other times it takes, you know, a lot of, a lot of digging weeks. <laughs> and research and stuff. Um, another time I was in Mexico, Coca-Cola, how are we going to reach the people uh, out in the hinterlands of Mexico? And we came up with Rockola Coca-Cola. It was in 1992. And um, I think if you ask anybody in Mexico right now, uh, they'll tell you that they've seen cola Coca-Cola, it still goes on to traveling uh, musical roadshow in local towns around the country. Um, so it's, you know, different things that happened. you know, it's just really funny how they, how it works.
1: Yeah. And then, so um, planet is important, but let's talk about profit. And, you know, it's interesting because of the, you know, words mean things and people started calling it prosperity because Because I guess profit was a bad word or whatever but the reality is a lot of times in fact most of the time you don't have money you can't do a lot of positive difference in the world Um, so let's let's talk about you know profit and I think it's key of not profit for profit's sake but making it in a fair and ethical way
2: exactly I mean I think you have to absolutely you know it goes back to the quote from Mark um, do the right thing and doing that's really hard. Uh, there's a great story about J.C. JCPenney. Uh, he started J.C. Penny's down in, in uh, Dallas, Texas area. Back in the day, he failed, I think five or six times. And then he got it going and obviously became a very, very, very successful company. And when he started, he gave away 10% of his money he would give to charities. By the time the thing was really rolling, he would give away ninety percent of the profits that he uh, came to him personally. He gave away. What a great story! What a great thing! I'm not sure. I I should probably another another uh, chat one day. We'll we'll research uh, what all those charities were. But he was certainly a, a, an interesting character back in the day, right?
1: No, absolutely. And then, you know, so we've been talking a little bit more about the business p and but it's very relevant to the three Ps for your personal p and um, I think, you know, the people in your life, it's very important to define who those people are that you spend your time with. Um, negative people can pull you down and positive people can pull you up. I mean, you've always heard you know, I'm sure some of you, your parents have, you know, be careful who you hang out with, right? Um, so think about, be very intentional about the people that are a part of your life and that you commit time to. Um, and then the planet. I know that, you know, we ask each, what is the role that we can play in being good stewards of the earth? Um, and you can get into the debate of global warning versus warming versus not global warming. But we were put here, I believe, on Earth to be good stewards of this planet, no matter what. Um, And so I know it can be like a lot of things, overwhelming, um, but just uh, like a lot of things, focus on the small things that you can make a difference. Don't litter. Don't use more water than you need to use. Um, You know, don't use too much paper you know just think through you don't have to go crazy and all that good stuff but just the little things can make a positive difference um and then finally in your personal life is profit or you can call it savings um and so you know what what is the thing that you want at the end of the day of how you retire your lifestyle your legacy but it really isn't all about money as we said it's about What is that legacy beyond money that you leave? So what is the prosperity that you leave on this planet? So all these three things you can definitely apply to your personal life. So
2: I I want to interject here, too. Uh, You know, Susan is an amazing um, budgeter, right? You know, everything's, oh, you have a budget at the company. But no, we have a budget at the house. And we've been married for 22 years every single month she hands me a profit like here's how much money came in the front door uh, dill why'd you buy so many cigars uh, you know yeah inside. i do
1: i do count the cigars but i also count our charity budget and that's probably the budget and the cigar budget that dill goes over almost every year. But I'm like, if he's going to go over on a budget, it might as well be the charity budget. But in fact, it's the first of the month. And after this call, after this talk, I got to go do my budget (laughs) reconciliation. Um, But joking aside, I think, you know, it can be overwhelming to think about just paying the bills, much less getting ahead. But you know, there's a lot of great resources out there. You know, when I first started it, I had my own Excel spreadsheet. And, you know, now there's things that you can use your apps, there's tools. And if you do it, it's like trying to lose weight, right? If you track for just a week and you see the calories that you're putting in your body, you go, oh, crap, that ranch dressing has 240 calories. Yeah, Dylan, I just had that discussion last night. Um, so when you're money, you can go, oh, I spent $200 at Starbucks last month by just getting one coffee a day. Or I spent X dollars on buying cigarettes. Or um, the one I liked when we worked at ABAC as the deans of the business school, my uh, egg McMuffins at McDonald's. (laughs) And I ran after a month of doing that. I'm like, oh, deal. We got to quit doing McDonald's every morning morning that's adding up so so you know i would really encourage you and you know this like anything the sooner you start the earlier it becomes a habit but to really start tracking and try start trying to save i mean the coaching we give all of our young kids is if your company has a matching 401k do what you can to give the minimum amount that you get the maximum match it's almost like free money
2: well, it from is your free money. And I, I also, another key thing that um, when I went to work it, it sold the company the first time to uh, McCann Erickson, which is owned by IPG. A guy named Bob Cabasis was the CFO there. And he told me a really cool thing. He said, revenue minus profit equals expense or allowance, right? Revenue minus allowance. Or you could say allowance minus savings equals expense. But here's what I would tell you, right? The only one of those three things that you can control is expenses. And as a business, so many people, they think it's revenue minus expense equals profit. No, 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 no. I really think that um, the right formula um, is revenue minus profit equals expense. So as you have your money comes in you you can control the expenses right how many you know if you're in a business how many employees i have etc etc if it's just you it's you know how many uh starbucks coffees am i having this month but it's a really great lesson revenue minus profit equals expense or another way allowance which for young, younger people, allowance minus savings equals expense.
1: Yeah, just because you're given an allowance, this is to our younger audience who's um, fortunate. Not everyone is fortunate enough to get an allowance. Um, but even as you start your summer jobs and stuff, as you're working your way through high school, college, is take out that savings number before you go, okay, here's what I have to spend. Um, and like I said, the sooner you start, the more payout you'll get ever Tom for sure
2: um, uh, another key point that I would tell you is as we all that, that we've been said to date here is it's all about discipline Yeah, it's an awareness of what you're doing right if you think about the entire book take charge take charge is being aware of what are we do as as young John Driscoll said when he was a little kid to me all the time Daddy, doing? What are you doing? And uh, I, I, I take that to heart. And now John is a, a grown adult, married, and I, I, I often can't wait to, to tell his first child, just tell your dad every day, doing, Daddy, what are you doing? Yeah, you know, really, to be disciplined, to think, think about it, because so much of our time, you know, on this earth. We never really think about what we're doing. We just do.
1: Yeah, no. And it gets to being intentional, right? About right. everything you do, being very intentional about it. You can still be spontaneous and fun, but even spontaneity has an intention, right? What are you doing to do that? Create, you know, give yourself more creativity, have more time with your family, um, spend time with your children. So so really Think through what you're
2: doing and why you're doing it. So, um, another one, I've got another very important piece to this is you know, it's your, your personal life is so um, affected by the willingness to dream, to really dream. And there's a great quote by T.E. Lawrence, which I I try to read every now and then. And it says, All men dream but not equally those who dream by night in dusty recesses of their minds, wake up in the day to find it was vanity. But the dream, think about that for a second, vanity. But the dreamers of the day are dangerous men and women for they may act their dreams with open eyes to make it possible. And I, Cannot encourage, and I'm not sure whoever listens to this ever, but I will tell you that if you dream during the day and you put feet to those dreams, and I always say feet to the dreams, feet to the prayers. If you don't, you know, if you sit back and just dream and think about stuff and you're not willing to get up and take action, you know, chances are nothing happens.
1: Dill, And what else do you tell us about dreaming about how to spend it before we go do it or spend it after? No, no, dream?
2: no, no, no. Yeah. When you dream, one of the, the key, you know, never, ever, you know, have big plans. And and, and I, God knows I've started a bunch of companies, but I never I was blessed and I'm not sure, you know, I guess God just never let me spend it before I had it. And I think a lot of times people spend it before they get it. And that's a really uh, dangerous, slippery slope to get on.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's an interesting thing in that, you know, we always say when you're going to ask in business, when you're going to ask for a million dollars or in today's world, when you're going to ask for 10 million or 100 million, crazy numbers, right? You, you got to look like you can manage that right? right um so you got to look like you know how to handle what you're well,
2: asking yeah you Yeah, and so many people you know uh, they'll talk a good game in those meetings but their personal p l they can't manage their personal money and, and eventually you know the with well, gosh today's world with google etc you know no no one's giving anybody a pile of money if they find out that you can't manage your own money that you have, right? Yeah. And it's not just money, manage your own life. You know, that's so critical today, right? To really think about living on purpose with a purpose. Right?
1: Absolutely. And
2: I'm so embarrassed people. Dave Salyer's book is live on purpose with a purpose, I think.
1: Um, I don't know. We'll look I'm it
2: embarrassed. I'll have it next week.
1: Um, but also you know what about um, and he's a
2: dear friend and a great it's a great book and I encourage everyone to read it
1: what about your PL when it comes to one of the most and then the bible it says is what can be one of the most um, rewarding or some, one of the most damaging well, parts gosh, of your me, of your of who you are ooh,
2: yeah what you say yeah you know, really be thinking about what you say and because words can build
1: or they can damage
2: oh absolutely yeah it's it's very very critical um my grandson nicholas just the other day said papa dill you hurt my feelings now he was kidding but yet you know i mean you got to be careful of what you say
1: because you know you may know that's a very interesting thing especially with children grandchildren you may be joking but they may not take it that way, right? So you gotta understand the body language and, and the things that are going on. So life is pretty complex, right? But the name of David Sawyer's book is called Remarkable. remarkable. And we wanna, oh, be, we wanna be, be remarkable people. Um, so challenge, um, over the next 90 days, cause I think it takes time to become a habit. Look at what are those five expenses you can do to cut by 20% and then see how much you've saved at the end of those 90 days
2: yes it's really a fun one and um it's amazing um to me uh you used to buy you you go buy a bottle of wine right a week and used to buy a you know height cellar that thing was 50 bucks oh gee whiz buy josh it's 15 or
1: buy no wine or
2: buy one that sister buy no wine yeah (laughs) but uh you know, it's like it blows your mind. Over and it'll help days. your
1: diet and your health, you know, because a lot of things, you know, think about it. A lot of things that you're spending the money on, are they really good for you? And so probably they not. should probably <laughs> not. So so a challenge of you don't only help your pocketbook, but you help your health and your wellness and all those great things that go on with being a person. Yeah. Any last comments still before we close out on your personal? Uh, I, PNL? Just would
2: tell, I just would say that. Um, You know, be remarkable as David Salyers would say, be, think, be intentional this, this week, or I'm not sure how often anyone listens to these, but yeah, I just say be intentional with your life because it's, it it will, it'll, it'll freak you out when you look back month by month, week by week, day by day, what that, what where what are your intentions right. you'll, you'll really uh, it'll change your life
1: and as you get older life goes by faster and faster oh, yeah. and faster
2: i'm 70 and i i saw a quote i don't know a long time ago but yeah i saw it the day again life's like a roll of toilet paper right when you get close to the end it goes faster quick. and faster
1: <laughs> exactly so everybody have an awesome day be an intrepid spirit And stay low. Bye for now. Stay
2: low. Keep moving. Bye for now.
0: Thank you for joining the huddle today. And be sure to check out the Intrepid Spirits Huddle Facebook group for ongoing updates and information. We love to hear your feedback and welcome any suggestions you may have on topics you'd like to hear us cover in the future. Don't forget to nominate your Intrepid Spirits Positive Human Energy Spotlight recommendations on our website at www.mcwarderdriscoll.com. And finally, if you ever want to have a live chat with Dylan, Susan, or other Intrepid Spirits, please join the chat on Mondays at noon Eastern. You could find that link on the Intrepid Spirits Huddle Facebook page. We're looking forward to our next episode of the Intrepid Spirits Huddle, and until then, make it a great day.